to the Women Transform Podcast with your host, Pamela Jordan, where we help women become the kingdom women and to walk in God's purpose for their life. Where we encourage women and empower women to reflect upon real life issues from a biblical point of view. Are you ready to transform your life? Well, come along with me on this journey to be transformed together. So let's get started. Hey ladies, I wanted to come to you and talk about a topic that is um, just interesting, no introduction or anything, you know what we do, we chit chat here, but the topic is dating gives you the opportunity to collect data, leave sex out of it, sex will distort the data. All right, I know this is a Transform Her Single Woman show with your host me, Pamela Jordan, so I thank you guys for joining as always. Um share with someone sharing is caring let them know where we are and where you they can hear and um enjoy many of our topics and i just wanted to talk about that dating gives you the opportunity to collect data leave sex out of it sex will distort the data and i hear it all the time and i hear a lot you know when you ask the question what is issues what issues or problems do you encounter with dating many people would say trust um just not dating at all sex where to meet someone. I mean, I think that's becoming a big one now, especially in the Christian community, is to where to meet someone. And um, everyone would say, well, you meet them at church. Well, we're not at church 24-7. That's a whole other topic. Uh, men or women who have challenges when it comes to celibacy. There are people out there um, that are celibate, that are not trying to have sex until they're married. And I think people, um, we need to respect that, male or female. We need to respect that. And a lot of people are coming across people who feel that, oh, you're lying, you're not going to, you know, you're not going to be, you said no one's doing that, no one's a virgin nowadays. You know what? Stay hold fast to what you believe and what um, you are doing, and it's a wonderful thing. Don't fall for people that don't believe that and don't want to deal with it. So those are some th- questions, um, answers that a lot of people have when it comes to some of the issues or problems they encounter when it comes to dating. Um, you know, the obviously sex, which is so important. Well, as we know, the seasons are changing and fall is upon us. And this is a time where of the year where many singles fall into what I call the cuddling season. I know, um, I think people are, I think it's called out there now cuffing. I think it's called cuffing. But um, I call it culling season because, and the reason why I call this is because um, we're coming out of the summertime. It's hot. Like you call it the hot girl summer. It's been the hot girl summer. But now we're getting into the fall. And a lot of times the single people, people, it's like, I don't know, something just falls over where people want to cuddle now. Everyone wants to be cuddled up and held up with someone and um, through the winter months. And I remember um, the old mothers, old people would say, you know, you can see who was having sex all winter because now they're pregnant all summer. And that's because people are cuddling up. And a lot of singles, that's when you fall into these traps um, during this time of the year for a lot of people with the holidays coming up. You you fall into that trap because, you, you know, you have your friend, you all hanging out, but now the weather's changing. You want to be with someone. That loneliness starts to sink in. That depression gets to be real heavy. That anxiety starts to step in where you just, you know, that flesh is kicking up. And this is why it's so important to put, we got to put flesh under subjection. We got to allow God to 
take control of the flesh because it may have you put you in situations that you can't find yourself, that you find yourself in that you can't get out. And a lot of times this time of the year when fall starts to roll in, the weather starts to change you want that hot chocolate, you want to sit by the fireplace, you want to watch some Netflix, and you're coloring up with someone. And then you find yourself in a situation where you end up um, doing something that you're going to regret down the road or you're doing something that you wish you have never done. Um, during that time of the year. And, and that's what says it's so important. It's, I call it the coloring season, you know. So, but now, you know, you get that feeling where you want to date someone and it's okay, but then you, you have to be careful and you got to know the motives behind why you want to date someone. Don't date someone because just because the season is changing, you don't want to be alone during the holidays and the Christmas season and you just want to date someone and get involved with someone. Because see, dating is, as we said, dating is for collecting data, not for collecting beds. Dating is for collecting data. Just getting to know a person, spending some time with that person, being a part of each other's lives and enjoying each other and knowing that this is the person that you may want to spend your whole life in. Dating is not about collecting beds. And what I mean by that is dating is not about you humping from bed to bed to bed to bed test driving everybody and everything you know you know i think that's the part of dating and being single that we have messed up on and no one has taught us about you know you're just not dating everybody anybody just to see uh this is one uh this is one you know like you at a shoe store trying on shoes but this one doesn't fit i'm gonna put it back this one doesn't fit i'm gonna put it back no um you're dating that person because you know within your heart and your spirit that this is the one so now you're using this time to date and collect data for you guys to learn about each other, your likes, your dislikes, and all that stuff. One thing I also learned, you know, too, is that we have to remember as Christian, as women, is that when you're dating someone, you don't have to just take them to the church the first time. A lot of us were so excited. You meet someone finally, that's the one that God called you. Now you want to take them straight to the church. And you want everybody to meet them. Well, you know what? The church is not dating that person. You are. And sometimes we have to learn how to enjoy that person, our time together, before we introduce them to everybody to our friends and everything else spend some time with that person get to know who that person is their likes and dislikes the things they hate they don't like you know that's the part of dating someone and then once you guys know each other and get so close then you can take them to meet your church family or you know people at your church your pastor and everything like that you know someone might probably say well no that's wrong but that's something i'm learning because a lot of times we can scare people away and a lot of times people feel like they're being judged when you bring them to the house of god and you have them to meet everybody and then what happens when the relationship may not work out what happens when god says that isn't the one and they disappear on you or something happens then you feel embarrassed so don't just jump so quick, ladies, and want to take them to meet everybody. Spend some time with that person to find out if they are who got called for you. So don't fall, as I say, in the Goldilocks season. And we know the story of Goldilocks, how Goldilocks went into the the, um, the house of the three bears, and she said she tried everything. She tried the chairs. It didn't fit right. She ate the porridge. It didn't fit right. She went to the bed. She tried the bed, and finally something fit. Don't get into that season. Jumping from bed to bed, don't find yourself in that season of Goldilocks season where you're like Goldilocks and you're out here just testing and trying different things to see what works and don't work. And trying to basically, really, you're trying to fill a void that only God can fill. You know, only God can fill that void. And for some of you, it may not be time for you today. It may be time for you to stay single because God is still working on you. And that is okay. You know, let God work on you in your season of singleness so that you won't have to carry 
baggage to your new relationship. And that's kind of what happens to a lot of us. You don't allow God to do what he needs to do in you in your season of singleness because you're so ready to get in a relationship. You get in a relationship and the relationship falls apart or it's terrible, it's abusive, it's not what you thought it was. He's cheated on you, he's misusing you, you know, he's used you or he she's used you. And we're in these situations where now it's, oh, well, it's me. Because you didn't allow God to cultivate you. You didn't allow God to birth you and build you to the woman that he needs for you to be. And strong enough so when I bring you a mate, you won't mess that up. Or when he brings you a mate, you won't find yourself in predicaments in certain situations. So that's why that is so important. So don't fall in the Goldilocks season where you're like Goldilocks trying to figure everything out. You know, when it comes to dating, leave sex out of it. I know we don't talk about it a lot, you know, people don't want to talk about, especially in the church, they don't want to talk about sex, but you know what guys, sex would distort the data and that is so true, leave sex out of it, you know, many of us are probably saying if they, we've known this years ago, we may not have gotten to some of the situations that we're in, I agree, I agree myself, been there, done that, there are some things I wish I'd known years ago that I may not have done to keep myself pure and holy for God. Don't allow sex to distort the data. I don't care how long you guys been dating or engaged or whatever. If you made a decision to wait until marriage to have sex with them, wait. Don't allow the enemy to tell you, no, you're going to lose them if you don't sleep with them. That's a lie. You're losing when if you do sleep with them. So why give yourself what? Save yourself. Don't allow sex to get involved. <coughs> Excuse me. Because when we start and add sex in a situation, you have emotions pull up, feelings pull up. And if something doesn't work out, now we have a lot of hurt, we have a lot of hatred, we have a lot of bitterness, have a lot of anger. And that is where a lot of women are right now in their lives because you've had sex, multiple sex, multiple partners throughout your life. And they all have not ended up great because God is saying they were not the ones for you. But because you intertwine with them, now you have soul ties. You have created soul ties with these people. And you wonder why this is happening, that is happening. And those things have to be broken. you got to let go of the soul ties. So God is not going to send someone to you and you all jacked up and messed up. So you can jack up and mess him up. No, it doesn't work like that, ladies. It doesn't work like that. So you, you have to... Leave sex out of it. Don't get pressure. You got to know your triggers. I'm a, I'm a firm believer of that. You got to know your triggers. But leave sex out of it because it distorts your thinking and everything about this person. He may not be the one for you, but now you had a sexual contact with him. Your thinking is different and you're looking at him in a totally different way. So... You know, if many of us would have known this years ago, we wouldn't have, maybe some of us wouldn't have never lost our virginity. But now that you have, it's okay because we serve a God of a second chance. And he gives us a second chance to do better. He gives us the opportunity to change. I don't know why people think that people can't change. If I can be a sinner and come to Christ and give my life to God, it's the same, no different than if I was someone that was sexually active in the world. And now I came to Christ and he gives me a clean slate of that. And so now I can become, I would say, a saved again, born again person don't have sex whatever you want to call it but God gives you an opportunity to set the record straight and do the right thing you can meet people we can date people but don't allow sex 
to get involved. And that's part of one of the fruits of the Spirit is self-control. Learn how to self-control those urges, you know, when they come up. So that that is important because, like I said, it opens up Pandora's box. Um, you know, it causes things that you don't want to happen. Sex was designed for marriage. Sex connects with the sex connects the soul ties. This is why some of you are so hooked to a certain person. You thought you got rid of his number. You thought you won't talk to him more. But come to find out you remember his number and you still trying to figure this soul ties. You know, they're so tired. You may be walking in the mall and you smell a cologne that remind you of that person. That's triggering your soul ties. You guys, you're still connected with this person. You gotta let you gotta let God cut that to a core. Cut that connection. And the soul ties come with every intimacy, intimate person is person that you're with. When you have sex, you're creating soul ties with people. So don't get caught up in that. Sex involves emotions, which can lead to hurt. And I hate to hear a lot of people say, well, no, especially men. I don't get emotional. It don't bother me. What true is that? But women, we are emotional creatures. Women, God has created us to be emotional. So if you're a woman used to this, I don't get my emotion, that's a lie. You're created with emotions. And your emotions are going to get involved and they're going to get in the way. So that's so important to remember is that, you know, not to allow your emotions to get involved. Wait. What do you do when you date a man for six months and you finally give in to sex and then he tells you he doesn't want a relationship, but you do? How many women have found themselves in that kind of situation? Only thing you can do is get up and leave and get out because he doesn't want to be involved. Oh, he that lets you know from the top that was what he wanted in the first place. And you gave in. Now you're upset with yourself. You're you're ashamed in front of God. You're scared that God is gonna condemn you. You know, you're scared that people are gonna say anything about you because they know that you and this person had sex and now you're not even in a relationship. Don't put yourself in that predicament. Many of you have been there, done that. That's why sex don't don't put it in there. It distorts the data. Because there are some people out there, once they get it, that's it. And now you're hurt, you're bitter, you're angry with every man that comes around. You're bitter with every man that comes around. Yeah, you're depressed because now you think everybody is going to treat you the way that person did and that it's not true. So sex does distort the data. Don't let it get involved. Now, there are some boundaries that I want to share with you that you can do to help. And it's not for the other person. Now, these are for you. A lot of times we want to point fingers at the other person and say what they shouldn't do and what they couldn't do. But these are boundaries that you need to have control over and that you need to set in motion. Okay? And no no one teaches us about boundaries. No one teaches us how to set boundaries for ourselves. So I'm going to give you a couple of them that I want you to enjoy. Jot it down. And whatever you would like to do. First thing, first boundary you need to set up is hang out places. Do not hang out in each other's homes and bedrooms and stuff like that. If you guys are going to hang out, hang out at a decent time. Hang out with some other single people, other couples. You know, hang out in the public. Don't hang out at a person's house. Don't just say, we're just going over there to, to sit and talk, drink Pepsi and watch sports. No. No, because that leads to something that you don't want to get involved in. So do not watch your hangout places. Do not hang over each other's house. Don't be having no sleepovers. And that means don't be you sleeping over his house, but I'm sleeping on the sofa. No, go home, boo. Go home. Send him home. You go home. 
There's no sleeping on nobody's house, sleeping on the sofa. We're grown. We two grown people. Ain't nothing going to happen. Okay, you think, and you're nothing. But the enemy has a whole nother different ball game waiting for you. So you have to be careful with that. Don't let that happen. The second one, late night phone calls. Know yourself. Late night phone calls are full of mystery. Leave the sweet talk for the next day. Set a time where you talk to a person. Set some limits on how long you're going to talk to a person. You know, you don't want to get caught up and talk to the person forever and in the middle of the night and things happen. That's when it becomes really dangerous. So don't get caught up in that. Conversation topics, watch your conversations, watch what you talk about. Be careful, make your conversations pure and simple. Don't have conversations that's talking about sex and things like that. Be careful, okay? And when it comes to that, make sure you put God first in everything that you do. You know, frequent meetups. You don't need to hang out with each other all the time. You don't have to be underneath someone all the time. To let them know that you care about them. People need their space. Give them their space. That is important. Well, these are just some of the things I wanted to share with you when it comes to, um, you know, being single and dating and involving different things in that. Be careful for what you do. And as we close out, one thing I want you to remember that in dating, in the dating stage, you must stop doing married things. There are a lot of people out here doing married things. And married things, what I mean is having sex, um, co-signing for a person's car, having sleepovers, setting and paying their bills, putting bills in your name, um, you know, moving in together. These are things that married people do. Don't find yourself caught up in that kind of situation where that you are single and you're doing things that married people are supposed to do. So, but I hope you guys enjoyed this little chit chat that we have. And until next time, thank you for joining us and share with someone. And we're always here. Bye-bye. with your host Pamela Jordan. If you like this episode and would like to hear many more, go check us out on Spotify or you can email us at misspamelajordan at yahoo.com. We will be posting a new episode every week. So make sure you stay empowered, stay informed, and stay inspired.